Remakes. Remakes. That's what we were talking about. That's what we were talking about. Before we continue talking about remakes, though. Okay. I do have to say something. Uh, Recently, about... What? It was earlier this week or last week. Yeah. Um, A guy by the name of Joshua Fierstein Uh uh, made some waves. Uh, Apparently, he's upset... Because Starbucks took anything that's Christmas related off of their cups. Now, no, I know, right? A business trying to be non-denominational. Holy fuck! Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> he makes this video where he quote unquote says that he tricked them. Yeah, tricked them. Tricked into saying Merry Christmas by saying my name is Merry Christmas. Fucking one. Nobody believes that his name is Merry Christmas. They're not stupid. They know I mean, they might be stupid. They know what he's doing. Though. Exactly. No one's, no one's like, oh, his name's Merry Christmas, so I've got to say it. He thinks he's so fucking clever that his ruse was so spectacular. Oh, God. <laughs> In case, you know, most people that know me know that I have a deep fucking hatred for this guy. Um, previously, when I was making videos, uh, I did two videos about him because he made two videos uh, quote unquote debunking of evolution um, uh, both of these videos combined were like seven minutes long he debunked evolution years upon years of research in seven minutes well yeah because it's about how long it takes yeah naturally I mean, you, you can ask uh, what's that guy's name Ken the guy that Bill and I did that uh, thing against um, the live YouTube debate. Oh, God. That guy. I can't remember that guy's Ken, name is. Ken Fern? I don't know. Some stupid. Some fucking idiot. <laughs> like, uh, watching that debate was horrible. Because it was like, don't I? Like, I got all this evidence, all this information, all this stuff. And he's like, like I got the power of the Bible on yeah, my side. I got a Bible and a website. Check him out. <laughs> but this guy, okay, so this guy has been a thorn in my fucking brain. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was done with him because I, there was a previous video he made I was going to make another response video to uh, where he called for a war against homosexuals. Uh, he literally held up a, like a machine gun in the video calling his brothers in Christ to raise arms over the legalization of basic human fucking rights. That motherfucker <laughs> is alive. Yeah. And I can't believe that he is still breathing. Yeah. He... You think someone would have got him by now. (laughs) Fuck. He... He made this video, and then he try. He's trying to make a movement on it, uh, where he's having all of his... He he has a lot of followers, which is upsetting in by itself. We have five followers on SoundCloud. (laughs) I really really hope his followers are just people, like, making themselves laugh by listening to him. Well, that's the thing, man. Like, there's a lot of people that do believe... There's a few people on my friends list on my Facebook that fucking believe everything this guy says. They think he's like a prophet. You should stop friending them. I am. <laughs> I was so mad. I saw, I finally sat down and watched this video because everybody, I almost everybody I know had shared this video one way or another. Um, either mocking him or believing in him. And my sister sent it to me directly. Uh, because apparently she wants to watch me have a fucking aneurysm. <laughs> and so I finally watched the video, and the dude... Uh, fuck me. I hate him so much. He wants people to go into Starbucks. Don't, don't hold back. 
Tell me how you really feel. Oh. <laughs> he he wants people to go into Starbucks, buy drinks, and tell them that their name is Merry Christmas to quote unquote trick them into saying Merry Christmas. First of all, your big idea is not to boycott Starbucks. You want to drum up business for them. Yeah, I'm sure Starbucks is fine with this idea. Yeah, they're. I don't. They don't give a fuck how they get the money. I'm sure they're like. Well, should do? Should we say Merry Christmas? Talk to the managers. The manager be like, Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll make money. Yeah, who cares? Like, that's his name. We're not really telling them Merry Christmas. We're just saying the name that they gave us. Like, sure, do it. He. So he wants them to do that. He seen. He he says that they're anti-Christmas. Uh, forgetting that they sell a Christmas blend of coffee. Not like holiday blend. It says Christmas, Christmas. blend. Yep. Um, he is just the worst kind of fucking person. People follow this guy. He, I'm not Christian at all. He's an embarrassment to that religion. Oh, yeah. There's he a thinks lot he's a faith healer. There's a lot of them. <laughs> There's a lot of people that are just makes Christian makes Christian a bad name. Totally, dude. And this and like I said, this dude. He, there was a video of him. He quote unquote heals somebody with the power of Christ with his hand. He just slaps them on the head, and then they're fucking better. It's the most ridiculous thing. It's like movie magic. <laughs> I wish I could be healed with crackers. I'm just saying, like, like, like white people. No, or? I'm just saying, like, like the 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 crackers that give you a communion, right? Like, it's the this is the body of Jesus that should heal me, right? No, but this like drinking fat his motherfucker blood can touch somebody's head and he's there like, healed. Drinking his blood and eating his body, I should get like superpowers according to D and D. Like, if I, eat his, <laughs> if I eat Jesus's heart, I should get his powers, dude, or, or get extremely sick and die. Dude, I'm a huge nerd, and I thought that was nerdy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Let's leave D and D out of this. But I'm just saying, like according to that, I could eat his heart, and I would get, either get his powers or part of his powers, or I would die, <laughs> and I'd take that risk. Uh, so, here's what I think we should do. Okay, anytime we go into Starbucks, we should order our drinks and give them just our fucking name and let them run their business how they want to. Wait, 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 wait. You want me to go into Starbucks, like, like actually go into Starbucks? And order what I want. It's a crazy idea. And then, and then, and then, you want me to give them my name because I ordered the drink that I want. Yeah, that's just tomfoolery. <laughs> it is tomfoolery, sir. Like, it that's, is tomfoolery. That is just nonsense. Like I, I want them to say whatever I want them to say. I don't know why I edited myself there. I want them to say whatever the fuck that I want them to say. That'd be amazing. I just go in there and be like. Cheese nuggets. <laughs> These nuts. <laughs> Got uh, him. Tender nipple. That's my name, sir. Tender nipple. I don't think I can. T- That's my name. I got a coffee mocha for tender nipple. Tender nipple coffee mocha. <laughs> no. All right, I've changed my mind. What we need to do is go <laughs> into Starbucks and tell them our name is Tender Nipple. <laughs> Just anything. Have fun with it. It's, Honestly, like, if you're going to go in there and do something like that, have fun with it. Don't make people say Merry Christmas. That's boring. Exactly. Make people say, like, Jesus Christ. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. <laughs> I'm just, like, you can do so much better It's It's Merry the Christmas. most ridiculous thing, and it, it, he's such a tool. 
Oh, yeah. And he, and yes. He just I, wants attention. That's all he does. And, then, yeah. and he got attention. But the best part about this entire thing is he has been made to look like a fucking fool. Oh, yeah. In front of the nation. And he was on CNN. <laughs> and they kind of ripped into him. They had a, uh, another fellow on there. I can't remember his name now, but the dude is like, you take Josh Feuerstein and then you flip like an invert of him. And that's what this guy is. Um, he even made the same joke I made in my first video where he called him a Kevin James impersonator. <laughs> and so did Trevor Noah on The Daily that's Show. That's awesome. And, um, oh, I love Trevor. And then Ellen DeGeneres made fun of him. Good. Just, fucking everybody's making fun well, of this Of course dude. she made fun of him. Well, yeah. She's... She's glorious. She is. Uh, but this dude, I, I I hate him with such a passion. Like, if you watch the videos, yeah, I make jokes and stuff like that. And at times, I didn't think he was a terrible person because I hadn't gone through his library of videos. Yeah. I've gone through his library of videos. He is the worst kind of fucking person. Like, if he just had his opinions, cool. That's great, dude. And But, but he has such a following and he's doing such bad things with it. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do something like that and you're going to have people follow you, you should try and better the world, not make people do what you want them to do. Like, you can easily just be, like, especially if you're a faith healer, quote unquote, like, you could just at least give people encouragement instead of trying to bash everyone down. Yeah. Especially, like, the whole, the whole gay marriage thing. Like, if you're going to do, like, why? Like, if you say you're not for it, fine. Whatever. That's fine, yeah. That's like... There's, but especially with if you're bringing Christianity into it, like there's a separation of church and state. There's no reason why, because you're Christian, they can't get married, because marriage is is a law thing. It's not a, not a wedding. It, oh, sorry, it, marriage is not a religious thing. It can be. Yeah, it can be. It can be. Like for the people, if they want it to be religious, that's great. But overall, when the marriage license is through law. I just did a I just did a wedding in September and I made it clear to them I'm not religious, uh, so I there was nothing religious based in my yeah. uh, in the wedding. I never I didn't say anything. I never is about our heads and like that. It was very straightforward. Weddings don't have to be religious. Yeah. Some people have it that way. Others it, don't. People of want course, to go to church. That's fine. Of course, it started that way. I mean, obviously, it was holy matrimony and all that. It has progressed. Yeah, you know you can. Christianity is not the only fucking religion in this country. They are the majority, yeah. but majority means a lot of people, not every person. Yeah. It's, well, my thing is, is if, if you're going to be like, well, according to the Bible, marriage is between a man and a woman. It's like, okay, well, if you go by the Bible, there's a lot of shit we need to talk about. Yeah. There's a lot of shit that you know we have to do that we haven't been doing in a while. Exactly. Maybe, uh, maybe at this point, the Westboro Baptist Church is right. We're all going to go to hell. We aren't following the fucking Bible properly. We're cherry picking from it. Yeah. And that's what I hate about this guy. And I hate that about a lot of them that do this. Yeah. And, you know, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm against it. If you believe what you want to believe, that's fucking fine. I don't care. It doesn't affect me directly. But when, but when you're pushing other people. That's when I have an issue with exactly. it. Exactly. You know, and if you have your opinions all day long. That's not going to bother me a bit. I won't talk to you. But it's not going to bother me a bit. Exactly. But if you're going to push other people to do the stuff that you want them to do because you don't think that's right, that's messed up. But I think how fucked up it is, like, if if people are doing this, going into Starbucks, having people say Merry Christmas, what if that person doesn't celebrate Christmas? What if they're Jewish? What if they celebrate Hanukkah? Yeah. You're making them say Merry Christmas, and that's not what they believe in. You're forcing, you're literally forcing, forcing and they can't stop it because they have to You're forcing your religion onto someone else by making them say something that's not in their religion. It's such, like, it, it sounds stupid. It sounds so fucked up when he said it, but when you really think about it, it is fucked up. Yeah. 
He is making these people say things that they either don't want to say or they aren't supposed to say. Yeah, well, what if what if for some reason that like this is obviously way out there. What if his manager walked by and he said like, "Oh, copy from Merry Christmas." He's like, "You can't say that." You can't say that. you're fired. And he said it again. You're fired. You got that person fired because you wanted them to say Merry Christmas. Congratulations to you Josh for your time. Especially at this point in time in the year, you got someone fired right before Christmas. What a terrible human being. Yes. That this... is an awful awful way to be. So, to end this <laughs> rant on Josh Fierstein, I'm just I want to say Mr. Fierstein, have a happy holiday. Absolutely. So, what were we talking about again? Remakes. Remakes! Remakes. Let's get to it. This All is, right. This is the fun stuff. No, uh, this is going to be... Oh, I'm going to hurt myself at the end of this. Basically, John has found a list uh, from uh, denofgeek.com yeah. uh, that they have a list of like 93 yeah. uh, remakes or reboots and I think kind of sequel-ish yeah, things uh, that are happening. Yeah. It's a, I mean, honestly, I've been through the whole list from A to Z and... There are some okay ones. Mm-hmm. There are some good ones, and there are some. Why the fuck would you mess with it? Yep, I, I, I was kind of perusing this list earlier and uh, was thinking the same thing. And now some of these are in various stages of being made. Whether it's just the studio is like, hey, maybe we should do that, or maybe they're in full fledged production. Um, so let's just uh, we'll go ahead and uh, kick it off, John. Which uh, which one did you want to hit first? Uh, the one that bothers me the most is Ben Hur. I fucking love Ben-Hur. I have no opinion of that movie. That's fine. I fucking love Ben-Hur. Charlton Heston is amazing in that movie. The movie itself, like, if you if you did watch it, if you didn't care about the movie, just watching the movie, just the way they made it, it's it feels real. Like, there's so much CG now. Like, it's such an it's old movie. It's a really grand scale. But it's a huge movie. It's It's like... Looking back, like, how can you make a movie that big at that point in time? And they did it. It was awesome. I love that movie. Now, given, it's been a long time since they made it. So, a remake is fine because it's been so long, but I just don't like messing with classics. Could be interesting. It depends on what they do with it. If they just remake it from scratch and they just have... My problem is, is I just worry that they're going to do something modern with it. Yeah, I don't... And I don't think they will. I don't think But at the same will. time, it's like, you worry about that I stuff. I think, um... We can always look at, uh, what was the movie that just came out too long ago, uh, um, Exodus, which is not a direct remake, but, like, it's, you know, based on Moses, uh, wait, was it, Mo- yeah, it was based on Moses, um, so I, mean, I guess you could say it was kind of like, uh, the Ten Commandments movie, yeah. um, in case you haven't seen it, Exodus was, meh, it was not very kind of figured it would be. It wasn't very It good. looked decent, but um, I haven't seen it. Christian Bale, though, I mean, like. He was so fucking intense yeah. in that movie. Like, and it was so weird. Like, you know, you, if you watch Ten Commandments, which Charles Heston's kind of an intense dude anyways. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's so weird, but I love him. But, like, Christian Bale was like, and I remember seeing the trailers, and this is what made me want to see it, was, like, um, when his brother was like, who is telling you this stuff? And he just looks, and he's like, God. He's like, fuck. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> What's the next one, John? So the only thing about Ben Hur I want to say is... is uh. The old, there's a casting thing which I don't know most of them a couple of them I do but Morgan Freeman's supposed to be in it which I think will be kind of cool I'm fine I'm on board yeah, I think I think it would be cool to have him in that but it's it's the director from Wanted I'm less for it is is a new take on Ben-Hur uh, so I hope it's that's not that's the worrisome too thing too off yeah like, if they make it like something completely different I'm gonna be pissed yeah but especially if it's a, a remake um next uh, Akira 
I've never watched the anime. Okay. Uh, so I literally have nothing. I know nothing about it. Um, other than it's an anime. Um, the guy that's working on season two of Daredevil has been hired to pen a, a screenplay. So, okay, so that's I'm excited for the screenplay. My thing is, is I'm trying to remember if they said it was going to be live action or not. I I remember hearing that it was going to be live action. Because if it's live action, I'm 100% okay with it. First thing I remember hearing about this movie, and this was this was a, a couple years ago, uh, was that Keanu Reeves was attached to it. Huh, at least at one point. Um, Which, I mean, fine. I mean, I like Keanu Reeves as much as the next person. But <laughs> so be it, I guess. That's... Yeah. I guess I'm not neither here nor there for it. Uh, they can remake it. I'll probably fucking watch it. Now, whenever uh, they do have the live action, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Attack on Titan. Yeah. That's uh, that's out in Japan now, isn't it? Yeah, it is out in Japan. Japan. Yeah. I think they're getting ready to do like a video on demand sort of thing for it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, be, uh, that'll be interesting. It looks pretty cool, though. Um, I do see another one on here I'm looking at. Um, I guess you can count it. Sure. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. I'm okay with those because the Disney ones they're doing are, to me, it's not a remake or a recap. It's it's a recapturing of because they're all live action. Yeah. And I'm okay with Emma Watson being... I'm totally good no, with that. I'm good with her doing anything. Uh, as long as they don't mess it up like they did Cinderella. I uh, know you probably haven't seen it. I haven't either. Mm. But they got rid of all the songs out of it. So to me, it's not Cinderella. Well, here's the thing. It's it's if Disney, okay Disney's doing it obviously yeah. okay uh, they did uh, Alice in Wonderland right no songs or any wait was there any songs in the cartoon a little bit a little bit yeah there was no there songs was, though. there was like three three or four I think there was the Mad Hatter getting jiggy with it though yeah that movie sucked I had not seen it I hate that movie um, speaking of they're making the sequel since we're talking about remakes and sequels. Um, I'm not really looking forward to it either. <laughs> I haven't seen either one. Was it uh, Alice in Wonderland? Oh God, uh, Alice through the Looking Glass. Yeah, we kind of talked about already, <laughs> which apparently uh, they've never read the fucking books or anything. Because I guarantee it's not anything about cat, you know helping the Mad Hatter out, like no saving him. Yeah, but um, they got some in there that are kind of <clears throat> to me they're kind of classics, but probably not for everybody. Any John Carpenter movie in that list. Is kind of irritating to me because there's like three. Um, they've got a couple movies that to me it's like okay, well they they've remade that movie five times. Why do we care? Yeah, like, like The Blob and Crow. Like they okay, so no Crow they never remade. I know they made sequels, but um, now I've got no real issue with them doing remaking Crow. Uh, as long as they actually finally sit down and fucking do it right, do it right. Um. Now, like, as far as... Uh, what was the other one you said? Blob. Blob. Blob, uh, they remade uh, once. Once before. Uh, they had the original one that was in the 1960s. And it was awful. And then they remade it in the 80s. And it was also awful. Um, and now they're going to remake it again. And I guarantee you it is going to be just as awful as the previous two. I have no feelings towards the Blob at all. I think it's a terrible horror movie. Yeah. Um, it's about Jello. Yeah. Jello. Yeah. There's. I remember there's one of them I watched I liked just because it was fun. 
It wasn't really a horror film. In the 80s one, they did a lot better with like the jump scares and stuff like that. Which is which is cool. Uh, if you can make me jump at a, a movie about Jello chasing you, yeah, fucking bravo. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it's dog shit in the movies. The movies because you're gonna load it up with CGI, so it's gonna be terrible anyways. Um, but uh, who was uh, the other one? Uh, Big, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at now. Uh, I am not have any John Harper movie on this list. I am not okay with. I thought uh, I've never seen Big Trouble in Little China. I'm not gonna lie, it's actually on my DVR. I mean, you I should need to watch it, but I it's never do. Fantastic. They do have The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson. For those who don't watch wrestling, uh, he's attached to headline the film. I know, which is which is cool. Okay, listen here. The dude's not a brilliant actor. No, he is a megastar though. Oh yeah, and and at least he's wanting to get John Carpenter in on it. No doubt. Yeah, that would be okay. Like, but he's cool with it. John Carpenter's involved in it I'm I'm happier with it but I'm still not okay because to me it's like you can't replace Kurt Russell no he's brilliant now what if they have Kurt Russell in it that'd be okay what if this is not more of a remake god if, if it was a sequel sequel-ish if it was a sequel-ish like if it was like kind of based in his kind of like what they did with Evil Dead yeah I'd be okay with that see that's a that's another thing people call that a remake too it's not a remake though no it's in the same universe exactly um what was the other one uh The Birds yeah I'm not I don't like them remaking anything. Hitchcock. I mean, yeah, yeah, they already remade Hitchcock once. Yeah. It was, that turned out great. Oh God. (laughs) Who the fuck thought making a shot for shot remake was a good idea? Well, the first one did so well. (laughs) Which is just remaking shot for shot. Cause I have no original ideas. So let's just use that. Right. It was so stupid, man. I can't believe it. And then they're doing, um, escape from New York. Yeah, so be it. Yeah, I'm not happy about that one either. Cabin uh, Fever. Yeah, already. The Cabin Fever, but the dude is... Okay, I'm going to read this verbatim. Uh, the, an unusual one, this. Uh, Eli Roth's 2002 feature, Cabin Fever, has been remade using exactly the same screenplay. It's the work of Travis Zirini. Sure. Uh, and he's finished shooting the new film and put a cut together. Roth has revealed that Zomini has uh, changed the deaths in the film a little bit, but other than that, it's very much the same story. Given that the movie is in post-production, it can't be long until we see it either. Hmm. Why? It's almost like a shot-for-shot remake, except for they changed the deaths. I can't... I like Cabin Fever. I thought it was a cool movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? It's, it's not bad. I mean, it's not great. I mean, it's not great by any stretch of the imagination, but it's it's entertaining. That's what I heard. It was fun. Like it's not, a- uh, and we got to see Ryder Strong in something other than Boy Meets World. Yay! Or Girl Meets World. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean that's I mean, I mean whatever. I, I like the movie, and if we, if you got Ross on board, then who are we to say anything about it? Yeah. Um. Bloodsport's another one I'm kind of irritated about. It's not a remake, though. It's not okay. I haven't read the actual text on no, it. No, no, no. I think it says it's a remake. It's not though. They're already casting it and filming it. Um. Basically, the way I understand it is it's a sequel because Jean Claude Van Damme is in it. Okay, that'd be cool. Uh. So I'm I'm down like for another that. sequel. Like, is it gonna be six? Because I think five is the last one they made. Four or five. There are more sequels than just one and two. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's like three or four at least. So I didn't even know that at all. I'm pretty sure. I, I'd have to double check. I, I swore that. I was never a four. fan of those movies, though. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Jean-Claude Van Damme. I, I like split kick you right now. 
Okay. <laughs> I like um, <clears throat> I like uh, JCVD. Oh yeah, that, that was, was really a really movie. really good movie. Um, I speaking of aging uh, action stars, I saw finally sat down and watched this video. Now this is an older video, uh, probably about a year old, of <clears throat> Steven Seagal. <laughs> Uh, doing a demonstration. The demo? Yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) I'm going to let you run into my arm. Okay, I flipped you. I can't believe, like... I I would not have signed up for that. Like, he's going to do what? (laughs) He's going to make me look... I'm going to run into him, and he's just going to touch me, and I'm going to flip over. That's what. That's what's gonna happen. Like, that's, that's not uh, a demonstration. That that's is, not good, man. No, and he, it's, and he's it's never, so obvious. It is so. It, obvious. He doesn't give two shits about. He barely bows at the end of it. He he goes does his you know work, quote unquote. Uh, break a sweat. Yeah, he didn't, dude. He didn't. And then he he looks. Uh, he walks <laughs> off the mat, gets his you know flippers, and then he bows, and then just walks away. Nothing else. He doesn't stop, you know, greet or wave or anything like that. Like, it's just like he gave up. Like he's he not, doesn't give two shit. I just want money. Let me go home. It, the dude's pathetic. Absolutely. Um, what about the craft? That's interesting. That that one I, I'm curious. I'm about. not too upset about that one because I mean I I, I like the first one. Yeah, I thought the first one was yeah, cool. Yeah, but it'd be kind of cool if they did something different with it. Um, I think uh, yeah, if they do something different, then I'll be I'll be down for it. Oh, oh I forgot. There's another one on this list that that kind of really made me mad. Nosferatu. I'm okay with that. I I don't think they should touch it. There's no reason to. I mean, it's it, it's okay. It's. It wasn't... I don't care what anybody says. It's not a great movie. No, absolutely not. Uh, most silent films aren't very good. Now, Nosferatu, or Count uh, Orlock, yeah. I believe his name was, right? Something like that. Uh, he looked pretty scary. Yeah. Um, but if they're going to remake it, uh, they need to stick with practical effects. Yeah, they... Uh... They can go and do what they did with... Uh, what was Dracula Unlimited? <laughs> Uh, yeah. And just load a movie up with CG and call it a Dracula movie. Yeah. That's like pissing on Bram Stoker. Uh, uh, Stoker. Um, yeah, that would be awful. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. I guess. I'll wait till the trailer, obviously. We're way off from that anyways. Yeah. Um, Doss Boot. Doss Boot. Never I've never even heard of that, sir. you never seen that? Nah. Okay. I, I love that movie. Like, it's... To me, it's one of those movies my dad made me watch for... Like we're gonna watch it like a historic style movie. We're, it's about German submarine. It was. I love that movie. It's great, but I just. It's. I don't. I a lot of these movies are just like I don't see a reason to remake it. Yeah, that's like, that's a big problem with a lot of remakes. Is there's no reason to if you're gonna remake a movie, fucking do a good one. Yeah, like and if make, you're gonna do, I mean, cause, okay, cause do one that needs it exactly, and that's the thing. Like, um, like Fantastic Four. Re- I'm okay <laughs> if they remake it next year. I'm okay with that. I'm waiting. okay if they give it back to fucking Marvel. Oh, a movie. <laughs> uh, I know I know. Flash Gordon was another one I saw, which I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm fine I, with that. I love Flash Gordon. That'd be cool, man. But it's one of those where it's like, you can make it better. Because you can load that with C- CG and it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Dumbo. Yeah. Is Thank that going to be... Tim Burton. Oh, boy. Never mind. That's why I'm so mad about that. I'll be okay with it if they cast Johnny Depp as a live-action elephant. Yeah, okay, I'll be with that. Yeah, that's the only exception I'm okay with. Uh, they're doing um, that, and, uh, uh, I mean, between, uh, he's doing um, Alice Through the Looking Glass, uh, Dumbo, and then he's also doing Beetlejuice 2. Beetlejuice 2, I'm down for. I'm okay with that. 
because they're getting Michael Keaton back for it. That's what I was going to ask you. If they're doing Keaton, I'm As cool far as that. I know, most of the original cast is coming back Fantastic. for it. Uh, minus the one that turned out to be a pedo, uh, which was the father mm-hmm. character. Right. Uh, um, which so is, is, uh, is it, who was it? Richie? One, uh, who? who was the girl? I don't remember. One other writer. Writer, that's right. Uh, yeah, she, as far as I know, she's in one. What else is she doing? Exactly. Uh, so yeah, she's definitely going to be back for that. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. I'm okay with that. That movie was awful. I enjoy it. I know you do. Jeremy Irons is in that movie though, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason to enjoy that movie because that dude is what? The that main dude guy, is hammy as the main fuck. guy, the main guy. I like. Oh, uh, I can't remember his name, but I like him. Like I'm looking at a picture of him right now. Yeah. I don't know what his and, name but is. But like honestly, he did great. Like he wasn't a fantastic, but like given what they had, but they had the Wayne brother in there. Yeah, movie. I know. And honestly, I was still kind of, I was still sad when he when he passed away in the movie. Like when his. But parents, they brought him back at I the know, end. I know. But when he died, I was sad. They ruined it. Like I know. I hate when movies do that too. Like like they null it's like any you're dead. feeling you had. We're kidding. <laughs> that's what that's that was like the thing with like if they would have brought back in the books like if you're reading Harry Potter spoiler alert uh, when Sirius Black dies, and there were rumors that he would come back eventually. You know what? And and they did a good job making you think he would in the books. They did. Like you really thought, and then all of a sudden, every time him, Harry was thinking about Sirius, and it came up, and, and they, oh, okay, well they're probably gonna bring him back this book. Then, then finally, was uh, what he's it, gonna come back through the curtain or something? I don't know. What it nearly had this Nick uh, kind of put a kibosh on that. He was like, uh, yeah. he finally was just like, uh, was like, no, when you're dead, you're dead. That's it. Yeah. And then, and then when they finally bring back, you know, they talk about the resurrection stone and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you find out when you bring back somebody from the dead, they're not the same person, so on and so yeah. forth. Uh, but yeah, they really did, they a, good did a good job of hinting job. at that. And, uh, but if they would have brought him back at the end, it would have destroyed that. Yeah. They would have. Ru- I think it would have ruined the books. Absolutely, because there's no reason in in that world where anyone should come back from the dead. No, not at all. Because technically, Harry didn't. No, he no, he didn't. You know, so, you're right. He, I mean, you can say yeah, he did, but he didn't. He never died. Yeah, uh, everything just rebounded off of him. Because um, uh, I mean, I'll say I'll say this right now. Like speaking, just this is way off topic, but that's what we're here for. Um, Harry Potter, nearly headless Nick, John Cleese was the perfect choice for that role. Totally was, dude. He was fantastic. When I saw him in that, I was like, flip because like before I'd seen Harry Potter, I was huge into Monty Python. Right. Yeah. Uh, I always watched Flying Circus all the time, and I saw all the movies. And I started we started watching Harry Potter, and I was like, flipping John Cleese. Like, that is amazing. That, that, that movie is just amazing for me. It was way better, yeah. Yes. Um, what about um, Creature from the Black Lagoon? I don't... See, like, these classic horror films, I don't see a need for it. I, 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 I'm, I'm not curious upset about it. it. Now, here's the thing. I'm kind of curious about it, but I was also curious about Wolfman. <laughs> and that movie was horrible. Sorry for you. I feel bad for Benicio Del Toro. That's part of his filmography now. I know. Well, yeah, everyone's got bad ones. Yeah. You get one out of, like, 40. It's not too bad. <laughs> um, Friday the 13th, again. Yeah. Now here's it's, the, it's it, fine with me. I I like those movies, but let me tell you something. Everybody okay. hated that remake. I had literally no problems with it. Which I one? thought it was a cool movie. Friday the Thirteenth, the okay. remake of yeah. it. Yeah, um, they did. People were really upset about that. Here, I'll tell you why I liked it. Uh, general, okay, the characters in general were very bland, um, but they are in every other version, except for the one kid. Um, He's the one that played in uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf's friend in uh, Disturbia. Oh yeah, he's in that. That kid would. That kid is fucking awesome in anything he does. Speaking of speaking of remakes, you brought up Disturbia. 
Are they remaking that? No. Oh. That is an adaptation of, of a oh, Hitchcock film. That's true, yeah. And people didn't realize that. <laughs> nope. there were, uh, whenever people were going to theaters, and I, I went to theaters to see this movie, Disturbia. I love that movie. I thought it was awesome. It was good. Um, I'm actually like surprised I liked it. But here's the thing. is When I watched that movie the first time, I didn't know it was a take on until I watched it. I was like, this looks like Rear Window. or Yeah, Rear Window? Yeah. yeah. Like, this reminds me of Rear Window a lot. And I was like, okay. And we kept going, kept going. I was like, this, this is Rear Window. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking, too. And then I you know, I saw the trailer for it. I was like, okay, this seems a lot like Rear Window. And then um, when I finally said, you know, was looking it up online, found out, yeah, it's an adaptation of it. Yeah, it People didn't realize They that, did though. it really well. They did. It was very clever how they did it. And it was, it was a but completely was, different take on it, but similar. But they, when I was leaving the theater, I heard people, they, they were like, oh, this is a ripoff of Rear Window. I'm like, fucking, it was a, a adaptation. Yeah. Did you, how did you not get that? They can't do something that blatant. Yeah. I mean, Shia LaBeouf can do something that blatant and rip somebody off, but a big production company can't do that. Yeah. You know, if it's that blatant, they can't just steal the shit. But it was a good... My thing about it was, if you take a movie and you can do it well, because that's the thing about most of these, is I just worry that they can't do it well. If you can take one of these remakes and you can modernize it and make it like an adaptation and do it right, I'm okay with it. Yep. Because like if they took one of these like old horror films and made it modernized, but did it, and did it in a in a good way, fine, I can get behind that. Totally, but it's hard for me to be like I'm okay with this remake right now. It's hard for me. It has to be very specific. It's you know and yeah, it's always a risk you run. I mean, look at uh, always like to go and it's more of a reboot, I guess, than a remake. Uh, and let me explain here uh, uh, for people who might not understand the difference between the two. A remake is a direct remake of a certain film. A uh, reboot is uh, reinvigorating a franchise, usually a franchise. Um, Batman, uh, the Nolan vs. Batman, that was a reboot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scarface was a remake. Yeah. You know, uh, so, and you look, but there's a reboot. Uh, I never would have thought that a Batman movie could fucking work. Yeah. Thanks to Joel Schumacher and uh, Warner Brothers, right. they kind of fucking pissed all over it. I blame Warner Brothers more than I do Joel Schumacher because that dude's actually a decent director. Yeah, um, I like. It. I never would have thought it worked. And then Christopher Nolan came in, you know, gave it CPR, and boom, there it is. And it's like the definitive Batman until we see what Ben Affleck can do. Oh, I'm excited. Um, People and that's a, again, that's another thing. That's another yeah. reboot. Re- yeah. Um, yeah, people are worried about that. I don't get why. I don't know. I There's think, a lot of people talking about how it's supposed to be intertwined into the Dark Knight series. No, it's not. I know. That's I what I said. Not even fucking close. I dude. was talking to someone about it. They're like, well, they're saying it's, it's like related. And I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not related at all. Because they they were going to do that. Yeah. They tried to get Christian Bale. They backed a fucking truckload of money up to his door, and he said no. Which is he fine. said he didn't want to ruin the legacy of what they had created. That's the thing, like especially like they did a good trilogy. They did wasn't amazing, honestly. No, they, I love the trilogy. Batman Begins was still my favorite. Yes, um, I feel well. Dark Knight was the best. Yeah, I feel like Dark Knight was probably my favorite all around movie, but Batman Begins was probably the best. You for, think so? For story for me because there's a lot of it's the better okay yeah you're right it's the better story it's the, um, but it is a lot of dialogue it's really hard to separate Dark Knight though because Dark Knight was such an epic movie and it was 
If you really break it down, if you were to have anybody else but Heath Ledger play the role of Joker, that movie would not be very good. Most likely not. I mean, it would have been good. Don't be wrong. Yeah. I mean, but it, it, would it not depends been... on who they got to play the Joker, but most likely you could not get that kind of a performance. No. Um, that was awesome. Like, very so, surprised and very happy with that performance. I think, I think, and then they did uh, Dark Knight Rises, which it's just, it's okay. It had a lot of flaws. It's okay. It has a lot of flaws, especially considering fun. who made it. Yeah, it's a fun movie, but it's still, it's just it's not, a, it doesn't have the same. It does not come close to living up to the yeah, It doesn't the have the same charm and it doesn't have the same. I knew it movie. wasn't going to be as good as Dark Knight because I knew it could not live up to that. Right. But it didn't even live up. It, I mean, it barely passed, like, Like, I was excited for they casted Tom, Tom Hardy as Bane. I was like, okay, I'm okay with that. And I saw him, and I was like, he looks good. He looks good for, like, a realistic version of Bane. Yeah, totally. He looks good. And here's the... I was, but the whole voice thing... That was they, bothersome. They messed it up. Like, if you, you've heard the original audio, right? Yeah, it was terrible. Ooh. And even the new audio wasn't great. No, it was better, but it was not yeah. much better. And I just don't like how they tossed him aside. Yeah, like Bane just, is this huge villain for Batman. And they made him tell like, his bitch. Yeah, and you're like, oh, here I'm Bane. And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really not. I don't do a whole lot. He's, okay, here you go. He's a mastermind yeah. in the comic books, right? Yeah. You know, he's a he's a strategist. He he goes to Gotham specifically to fight Batman because Batman is the only challenge he feels he has left. Which is how it started. Exactly. And then as and the then movie went on, it's kind of. Like, He's. I mean, I'm okay with him being like Talia's bodyguard. Even then, I don't like it because it, it comes too close to Batman and Robin. Yeah, they made him just the. Now he was a mindless. He didn't say anything other yeah. than. Um, but I, I mean, I'm okay with him being protective of her. Like maybe he's in love with her. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be fine. That's fine. It, but if they were working together, it would have been better. But it wasn't. He, he was, was working, working for her. her. Yeah, um, which was not a good idea. I think they had and a missed wasn't her. like she was good, but. There's just something about her I just didn't really care for the character. Uh, Maria Cotillard? Yeah, like, she she was fine. She's a good actress. But I just, for some that reason... Movie, she did not do good. I just didn't care. Like, you kind of know. Like, once you know, it's like, all right. I had a feeling going into the movie, there was a lot of rumors going on that Talia Al Ghul was going to be in the movie. Right. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, so who's the new character? Who's the new female character in this movie? Oh, shit, there, there she, she is. There she is. Okay. Um, okay, but I think they did miss an opportunity with that movie, though. Yeah. Um... Because Bane is Spanish, uh, and when they—that was another reason people were really upset when they cast uh, Tom Hardy. They're like, "Bane Spanish." That's, and I'm like, "Fucking just wait a second. Yeah, let let's wait and see what happens." Uh, but they did miss an opportunity. They could have got Javier Bardem. Oh yeah, to play Bane, and they could have done closer to the comic book. Uh, even with the lucha mask, I think I think it could have worked. Yeah. Now they did the same thing in the Batman and Robin. He wore the lucha mask. Didn't work. No, and I think maybe that's why they avoided it this time around. So Which I can understand. But didn't it's... draw to, but they still made him like her bodyguard, her her bitch. Yeah, and it, it kind Instead of... of giving him his own character. Exactly. Who he is. I it's like he is. If you think about Batman villains, Bane is on the top probably five. Oh no doubt. I mean, he there was a whole like what three years saga. Yeah, dedicated to. Bane and what Bane did because to Batman. If you look at Bane, he is extremely strong with the Venom. Mm-hmm. And then he's super smart. Incredibly intelligent. Very good strategist. Mm-hmm. He's a very good matchup. Like, and, you get Joker, who's like very good, like, he, he kind of like sees, almost sees the future. Like, this is exactly what's going to happen. I'm setting this trap. He's very good in, in, as far as trap setting and intelligence. Um, then you have, like, Killer Croc, who's just pure strength. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what he fights against. Not so much brains, but... Right. Bane is both. Yes. Like, he, he is exactly, like, to me, he is Batman's counterpart. Like, you actually look at everything he's the Batman anti, is. He's the anti-Batman. But yeah. even then, Bane has also been a good guy. Yeah. Um, it's very rare when it happens, but he has been. Uh, he's been an ally to Batman. And at one point, there was even a storyline where he was supposedly Batman's half-brother. Uh, Bruce Wayne's half-brother, because uh, as it turned out, Thomas Wayne had sex with uh, his mother. Or, so they thought. Uh, kind of, I guess later on, they retconned that and say that didn't happen. Fair enough. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises was definitely the low point. Oh, yeah. And it, it, I feel bad that that's what it went out on because it was... They could have went out so much stronger. I'll tell you what. If they would have had the balls to kill Batman in that third movie... Fucking A, dude. Dude, I would have been so happy. Like, everyone... I think, honestly, they got scared out of it. I think they were going to, and they got I scared they out did. of it. Because the ending they had... Because, to me, we were talking about the second ago. Um, Michael Caine's performance. His reaction when he died. That whole reaction that he had was completely pointless. Yeah. Because he's not dead. Now, here's kind of what I was thinking. And uh, actually, Kevin Smith uh, said this uh, shortly after the movie came out. And I've always felt this would have been a perfect ending. If they wanted to go with ambiguity uh, with it, um, do everything exactly how they did it. Get to the scene where Alfred sits down at the cafe. He looks up and you see like the look on his face. Cut to credits. Yeah. So you never see... So you don't know if, one, he's dreaming again. If he thinks he sees Bruce, mm-hmm. you don't know if Bruce is actually alive. But I wish... Kind of at that point, whenever you see Bruce alive, it's like, fuck you, Bruce. Yeah. You dick. What the hell? What I, I mean, in his head, he's probably showing Alfred that he's alive. Right. Like this, I am alive, but I'm leaving. Fine. What I wish they would have done, personally, this is my opinion, what I wish they would have done is don't have him fix the autopilot. On the ship, so we right. don't know if he fixed it or not. Do the same thing; everything else is exactly the same. But take out that part where he said, where Lucius said, "Oh, it was fixed." Like so, they talked to Lucius. Yeah, it was fixed by by Wayne. They fixed the autopilot. Yeah, don't fix that. No, nope. it's still broken. Um, Alfred goes to the cafe. You see his face light up, like you said, like like I said in the movie. It cuts to him. He looks, and it's it's Bruce Wayne, and you can put. Catwoman there if you want fine them and they're both sitting there eating they have a full table full of drinks or whatever and they're just talking and people walk in front of them and the table's empty and it was just him wishing he saw them yes and that, that would have been good too and then you could even have him kind of like sit there and like grab his newspaper and just and sulk a little bit and then it like pan back out and then cut like if they had the balls to kill him it would have been fine. Because it's like, that. no one ever does that. It's like, he did the ultimate sacrifice for Gotham. Like, yeah, it's not in the comic books. But that's what he would have done. Exactly. If, if that if that autopilot was not fixed, he would have died that night. And it does kind of, it does also negate everything he said in the movie. Like, whenever Selena tells him, you don't owe this city anything, he says, I, you've given them everything. I haven't given them everything. Not yet. Yeah. He gave them everything if he would have died. He would have given his life for the city. Yep. And that's what the point of Batman was. He is there to protect yeah. Gotham City. Because we imagine that's a real life scenario. Like if Batman's real. That life scenario, oh, that was real. If that autopilot was not fixed, he would have died. 
Exactly. Because he would have done it either way. Now... Because that's Batman. <laughs> people weren't a fan of, like, having Joseph Gordon-Levitt get the Batcave. Um, get into the Batcave. I was fine with that because I was okay with the idea that, like, Batman is... An entity. An entity. And he will continue on to protect the city forever. I was not... I was so irritated. People keep saying, oh, he's Robin. He's Robin. I said, no, his name was Robin. Yes. That I hated. They could have completely cut that yeah, part out where... But, but even if they kept it. Like, it's like, okay, his name is Robin. Robin. It's Does a it wink mean... to the people that know Batman. Exactly. That's all it is. There's no attachment. Now, if anything, he would have been Nightwing. Yeah. Like, if he would have been like, I don't want to be Batman. I want to be somebody Or Azrael. Yeah, Azrael would be good. Uh, he, I mean, but I would have loved him if he was like, you know, like if the show to pass credit him being like, like him thinking of like talking to Alfred maybe, you know, like so you're gonna be Batman is like no, like that's he was Batman, I'm not him, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be somebody else, and he comes up and he's got the blue, and he's Nightwing. Yeah, see, that's not the... that would have been fantastic. And I, and people were I, I thought it was cool, I liked that idea. Yeah. I or honestly, didn't... if he was just Batman, fine. Yeah, fine. He, that's he takes way. over the mantle of Batman. I think that'd be fine. I would be okay with that. And people are like, oh, what about the sequels? What are the... They're not going to make sequels. No, it was a nod. They was... shouldn't. Make your own stories up in your head. Yeah, and it's that. just, it's cool to, like, to me, it's just like, well, the universe continues. He is taking over. The universe continues. But we don't get to see it. Exactly. That's that's the end of it. We know that he takes over. That's all we know. And that's fine. That's a big problem with a lot of, like, comic book movies is people view them like they're actually comic books. They can't go on forever. Yeah. They have to end at like, one point. Like X-Men. We saw how that went for a while. Duh. Until they did essentially Thank you, me, Brian Singer. Essentially did a reboot to yeah. me. It's like, okay, like, Brian Singer's like, okay, well, we're going to negate that and that and that and that and start from here. Exactly. He, and I, I liked in the interview people talked about that and uh, it was, he was talking about what Brett Ratner did for the third movie. And he was like, he did some interesting things, some things I wouldn't do. And in my like, head, I'm like, mesh three stories into one movie. You fuck. And then he's like, so he talks about, he's like, he would do some things I liked and some things I didn't like. And that's what we're going to correct with Days of Future Past. And Ian changed that. And he talked about the X Men uh, uh, Wolverine Origins or X Men Origins Wolverine. Um, and as it turns out, the only thing from uh, X Men 3 he liked was Alan Page playing Kitty Pride. <laughs> yeah. Which was the only thing that was good in that movie. Um, but that, I, no, I take it back. Kelsey Grammer's Beast, which oh, he also did. so like. good. That was perfect casting. Such a good cast. I've never seen casting that perfect, man. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Um, but, but I'll tell you what, like, honestly, um, with, with the X-Men fix with all that, like, my problem with 3, the biggest problem I had with 3 was the storylines putting three stories into one movie because cause they brought in characters that I love from the comic books and from the cartoon series. That were relegated to nonsense yeah, in the movie. Like like Archangel. I loved him. Arch or Arc? I say Arch. It's I mean, to me, it's Archangel. But I just like saying Archangel for the comic books because I feel like that's what they would say. <laughs> but like, yeah, like Archangel. Like, yeah, what the fuck? They made a huge deal about him, too, yeah. in the, in and the then, trailers. And then he, he and was... he was on the cover. He had his own X-Men outfit. Yeah, and to me, he was honestly... He was just doing day sex machina. Yeah, that's He's it. Like, oh, do it. Look at me. Here you go. And he I'm was there done. To, he was there to kick <laughs> off the movie, and then he just saved his father at the end. Mm-hmm. That was it. He was nothing else other nope. than that. And it was terrible, because they got a good actor to play him. Ben yeah. Foster is a brilliant actor. Yes, He's is. really, really good. Um, but yeah, they ruined that. Yeah, and there was other characters in there that... Was... And then you're going to do the Cure storyline. Sorry, if you're doing the Cure storyline, that has to be 
the standalone story. That's its own movie. Now, and if you want with the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. If you want to introduce something else with it, saying like we're doing this Cure storyline, but we're kind of starting starting a drip for another storyline for the next movie, fine. But don't be like we're gonna have three stories in one, and two of them are full blown arcs. Did, <laughs> did you know there's a there's a um, and I didn't realize it until until like a year or two ago that there's an after credit scene in X Men Three. Last stand. What, what is it? It's, I don't remember. Um, in the movie, uh, whenever Professor X is giving his lesson, he talks about a guy in a coma, or something to that, akin to that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I've seen that. And he at the end of it, and it's like mid credits or end credits, and then he wakes up and he says, "Mora," which is Mora McTaggart, I believe her name is, right? Um, who was played by Rose Byrne in X Men First Class, right? Um. But yeah, that's how they they did that. So to explain that he was still alive, right? His consciousness was moved, and they they didn't say anything about it. They didn't ever explain how he is actually alive. But like at the end of uh, the Wolverine, which was fucking awesome, love that movie. Oh yeah. But when they he, he's like, "How are you even alive?" and he's like, he, he's just like, it's a long story. We don't have time, so I'm gonna fix it here in a minute. <laughs> but and I like I like the fact that Days of Future Past. Was just like, oh no, those are terrible movies. Let's just not have those happen ever. Yeah, let's let's fix all the shit we fucked up. And people, there's a thing that people don't realize that they did in that, which they completely and totally removed X Men Origins Wolverine from that storyline. Yeah, from the from there. I mean, you can kind of you can kind of say that X Men Three might have happened, but there's no. Nothing uh, proving it now because now everybody's alive. See, and what I like though, for me personally, the way I take it in is that it's not that it's it, it cleans it off completely. Technically, if you look at timeline stories, like as far as like science goes, as much as you can, those still happen. And then, then days of future past happens, and it goes back. But no, no, so no, it's no. like it's, an alternate timeline. To me. That's the thing, though. It doesn't like period. Because they go and when they show Wolverine having his flashback to getting the uh, adamantium. Yeah. Whenever they show him getting it, they show um, William Stryker standing over the tank. But it's not William Stryker from X-Men Origins Wolverine. It's, um, ah, fuck, I can't remember the guy's name. The actor from the second movie that played William Stryker. Right. It's him. So they completely removed that actor. He wasn't there when that happened, which means... That timeline or that movie doesn't exist. I know. I period. Just, it's hard for me because like all the time, like time travel stuff in my head is all alternate timelines instead of uh, going back to your personal timeline. But see, that's what but, I'm saying though. Like they're ignoring it. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Like when it, with Jurassic World, yeah, they're ignoring the the first two sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but like in this, I'll wait until whenever Deadpool comes out. We'll see how they react to that. There's going to be some pot shots at uh, X Men Origins Wolverine in that movie. Oh yeah, and uh, I just read that they there it, it is tied into the X Men universe. Cool. Uh, so we're gonna. I'm I'm curious how they're gonna do that because it's. I mean, it's a hard R. They say it's a like hard R. Yeah. Um. So I'm curious how they're gonna get that into the PG thirteen uh, X Men movies, which will be curious. Yeah. Uh. Hopefully, and I've heard that. Um. Uh, Hugh Jackman is cameo is gonna have a cameo in uh, Deadpool. Oh, awesome! So that'll be. Uh, I just wish Spider Man could be in it. It sucks that 
Why those, can't they make nice? I know. It just sucks that those two characters are like as close as you can get to a boy on boy relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and and you can't have them in the same movie. It's like ugh. Like they're like the coolest fucking Because I was reading something online, someone was talking about like a, a fake uh cameo for Deadpool in Avengers. And it was like they're like like they were in the lobby. Like in Avengers, they're in the tower and just talking. And in the background, you see Deadpool walk to like a microwave and put a chimichanga in it. Yeah. And then they're like, what are you doing here? And he's like, huh? And he runs and jumps out the window. And he just yells, catch me, Spidey. And then you hear splat. And Spidey swings by. <laughs> and he's like, so. That would have been so and Spidey, fucking good. And Spidey's just like, sorry. And he's like, damn you. <laughs> damn you, Parker. <laughs> I think, um... I mean, uh, it, it, with Deadpool, there's going to be a lot of... Uh, there's one, there's going to be references to X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be references to Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. Uh, we already see that in the trailer. Yeah. There's got to be references to him not being able to be in the Avengers universe. There's got to be something. Something, yeah. Uh, I, and, I'm ex- I'm hoping they... I don't know. I, I kind of hope they, they'll talk about him being able to talk <laughs> a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, like, uh, I swear, like, there's some times where I just feel like my mouth's so shut. <laughs> like, something like that. I know they're going to. I like, um, there's, uh, whenever they first introduced, like, the first look out of the first trailer for it, um, uh, Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool is, says, uh, from the same company that inexplicably sewed his mouth shut. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and the same actor that ruined, what do you say? I think he's, like, ruined Green Lantern or yeah. something like that. Um, it sucks that he's such a good, like a big fan of Green Lantern. I know like, he already knew the the lines for the chart, so for the for the ring. Yeah, and it's like, and then it just they they ruin it. There's um, uh, yeah, I it was recently he did an interview for Deadpool when he was talking about that. He said Green Lantern was a movie that he said yes to before he read the script. And Never he, make that mistake again. No, he said if he ever had it over to do it again, he would do it the same way. He said because the failure of Green Lantern led to the to Deadpool. Yeah. And he said Deadpool is the character he wanted to play to yeah. begin with. This is him. It is. Like Green Lantern he loves, that's fine. Deadpool is him. Deadpool is uh basically Deadpool is what uh Deathstroke would be if he fucked Van Wilder. Yeah. And they had a kid. And that's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I'm so excited for him. Like, it's awesome. I can't wait for the movie to be huge, huge, yeah. huge success. Yeah. And T.J. Miller, for the oh, side, man. is brilliant. Like, that whole thing. I, I know we've talked about how great that guy is. He is so fucking funny, But, though. like, them together is going to be fantastic. I can't wait for the one-liners we're going to start quoting after that movie. Oh, jeez. Because you know it's going to be there. It's going to be, uh... I'll have my Deadpool jacket on. I don't care. That's going to be so awesome. I can't wait for that movie. But, I mean, next year's going to be huge for, like fucking oh. comic book fans yeah well Joe and I have been going through all the movies that we're going to go see this because this, we're, we're after he gets what we're talking about he got his uh, stubs card so we're going to go back like try and go like once or twice a month to go see movies cool like the next movie we're going to go see is Creed oh I want to see that so bad I'll let you know what day we're going yeah totally dude I want to see that really so bad we'll go, but we're going to see Creed and then we're going to see Star Wars and see um I want to go see, I, I kind of want to go see um Wow, what was the name of that movie? I forget. I'll remember it later. Um, anyways. But there's there's a bunch of movies coming out this year, next year, um, mainly next year, that are going to be fantastic and I want to see in theaters. 
As I'm right now, as of right now, I'm like, yeah, I really want to see Creed, but like, I'm really only counting down until I see uh, fucking Star Wars. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, we spent most of the episode last last week uh, talking about it, or the last episode, which will probably be going up uh, a f- couple days before this goes up. So keep an eye out for that, or go back and listen to it. Yes, yeah, so it'll already be up. So. I forgot how time works. <laughs> Time is silly. Time is silly. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good movies coming out. Like I, want, there's a so many movies. Civil um, War. I, <sighs> I'm excited for it. Civil War's gonna be really good, dude. It, yeah. It's gonna be. It's next year's gonna be tough for like. It's gonna be because I think. Um, uh, I think Civil War comes out first. Yeah, is the first one. Uh, that Civil comes War out is what like May fourth. I think. Yeah. And then after that will be Dawn of Justice. Yep. And then after that is Deadpool. Yeah. Then Suicide Squad. Well, I thought Deadpool was like February. Is it? Is it February? I can look it up. Keep talking. Um, but either way, I mean, it's going to be every time a movie comes out, it's going to be like, this is the biggest movie, uh, you know, yeah. of the year. And then it's going to be, oh, shit, this is the biggest movie of the year. There's not going to be one when, like, one, I, I uh, guarantee you after Star Wars is all said and done, it will be the top box office earner of all time. Uh, but next year, uh, I mean, who's going to take the cake next year, you think? I mean... For, like, best comic book movie? Yeah, I mean, who's going to be the top one? Honestly, I feel like Batman or Suicide Squad. Because I feel like we've seen enough Marvel stuff that people are going to go see more DC stuff this year. But here's the thing with Marvel. We're finally getting Spider-Man it's true. in the universe. That's going to build up a uh, lot. Yeah. Like, but I feel like it's either going to be Civil War or Batman versus Superman. Like, Suicide Squad's going to be great, but a lot of those characters people don't really know that well. I think, um, shit, man, uh, Donald Justice is I, it really is, is very likely going to be the top one. It's going to be number one uh, at the end of the year. I want to go ahead and say Deadpool might yank a run for their money. Honestly, yeah. Just because it's... People have been looking forward to this. And enough comic book fans, and even just fans of Ryan Reynolds, and I, I people who aren't fans of the comic books have watched that trailer, fucking love it. Well, and how long ago did they release that one snippet of him on the the overpass drawing, and then jumping into the... There was no dialogue? There was. Not really. A little Man-ish. bit. Ish. Yeah. Like, Deadpool really didn't say a whole lot, if anything. But, um... But like they, that was such a long time ago that they made that. I didn't think it was attached to the movie. Like I heard they were making a movie after that. I was like, oh, it's cool. And then I realized that was part of it. And I was like, oh crap! Like I didn't realize that was the same thing. That's awesome. I think uh, it, it really could give uh, Civil War and Dawn of Justice a run for their money. Oh yeah. I think it'll. I think it'll earn more than Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. Uh, I think it will too. No, I really think. Uh, I think Deadpool. Uh, it's gonna make a lot of money. I think you're, you're, you're it's probably gonna beat. It, it's probably gonna be Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um. So in the order of movies coming out, like as far as like comic book movies, it's gonna be Deadpool, February twelfth, and then Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice March twenty fifth, and then Captain America: Civil War May sixth. So like three months in a row. <laughs> There's going to be an epic, epic first half of the year. First quarter of the year, it's going to be epic. Yeah. it's um, First quarter is going to be grand. And it's going to be in the order that you said, that's going to be the top earners. 
Probably. In that order. Until you get to uh, X-Men Apocalypse, it's not going to be Batman. Oh, absolutely. It's not going to be... Uh, it might come close to Civil War, but it's not going to beat it. No. Um, so, have you seen... I know we're, we're still talking about remakes, but... Have you seen the trailer for Krampus? Yes! I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. I, I saw it. I was like, seriously, they're going to make that? And I saw the trailer. I was like, damn, okay, I'm okay. It looks okay. <laughs> and, like... And, and Adam Scott, like I love him anyways. And saw him in there, like seriously, this is gonna be great. Um, yeah, it's gonna that, that movie's gonna be really cool. It's uh, I'm not sure if it's meant to be really like a real horror movie or I, it's supposed to be kind of like kind of like a mix. Uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to say the least. So yeah, so I think starting next year, there's so many movies that I want to see because Hateful Eight comes out January 8th. Wait, did they move that? When was it? I don't remember. I thought it was supposed to be this month. No, I thought it was next year. Was it? That's the first time I, I thought about it was next year. Oh. But Hateful Eight January, then Hateful Eight and Revenant come out the same day. And I really want to see Revenant. Revenant, what's that one? Uh, that's the Leonardo DiCaprio Tom Hardy movie. Oh. The, I haven't seen the guy that, for it yet. The director that made Birdman. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's going to be yeah, awesome. I'm talking to Joe about it, and Joe didn't seem very, like, like he was excited for it, but... I like that kind of stuff anyways because it takes place in like the 1800s. It looks, uh, the pictures I've seen of it. Because like, essentially Leonardo DiCaprio's character gets attacked by a bear <laughs> and he's hurt so they have to like drag him and Tom Hardy's character is pretty much like well we should just leave him. And everyone's like oh we gotta take him with us. So he just leaves him. And like kind of like it's weird like he, I don't know if he if it's his son or if it's someone he knows but like kills someone else and like buries him alive, DiCaprio. Like not very deep, but buries him alive just because it's cold out. We don't have, we can't dig very far, so but like buries him. DiCaprio escapes. He's injured, crawls out of the dirt, and like finds the other body. Like sees it and just like he saw. He watched it happen, and just like kind of mourns for a second. I guess I don't know who he is, but then like pretty much goes for revenge. Like he's hurt and he's going. He's trying to survive. He's surviving and. Like, I can't wait just for the moment where he gets back. Like, it looks so good. I, so the pictures excited. I've seen of it look really fucking intense. And I've heard people talking about saying this could be the movie that wins uh, DiCaprio an Oscar. Yeah. I mean, it, it all depends on what else comes out. Especially, like, with, with Hateful Eight. I mean, Tarantino, he's kind of... He's getting, always in the Oscar. He's getting a buzz. I yeah. mean, he's he's had a buzz forever. But, like... The dude's got a Western... Uh, on a Western kick right now. Yeah, Hateful Eight's going to be fantastic. The cast on it's great. I, I can't believe Kurt Russell's coming back for a movie. Yeah! Like, that to me, like, I love Kurt Russell. Didn't Kurt Russell, I mean, he didn't really retire, but... No, but he hasn't really done much. He did uh, Furious 7. Did he? I didn't see that. He's in that. He's in that? Cool. And they're actually in the Furi- uh, in Furious 8 and 9 that they're going to do. Apparently, he's going to be a bigger part of it. Oh, cool. Um, I know, like, Samuel L. Jackson's going to be in it, and I think a couple other people, but... I'm excited for the regulars, probably. Yeah. And I'm personally excited for 13 Hours. Just like military movies. What's that one about? It's about Benghazi. Oh. It's the, the Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. is the subtitle. But John Krasinski's in it. Fucking A! Is there a trailer out for yet? Oh, yeah. Oh! Yeah, it's the first time I saw it in theaters. I saw the trailer in theaters. And I was watching it. You know, it's kind of dark sometimes, the characters. I was like, all right, cool. We're watching it. I was like, this, this is kind of neat. It's kind of neat. And then you see John Krasinski come in. I'm like, the fuck is he doing here? Go get back to Pam. Like, you got kids to take care of. You don't need to be out here in Benghazi. Go back. 
He, uh, go back to Scranton. <laughs> for, for those who, who might not know, I've got a huge love for John Krasinski. Oh, yeah. uh, the dude is a fantastic actor. Um, an all-around good person. Yeah, I, I've never I've never heard a bad thing about him. Uh, he's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he is really a really good actor. Uh, and he is not nearly as famous as he should be. Um, he's actually always been my top pick to play Green Lantern, to play Hal Jordan. Oh, he'd be perfect, too. He's got that, he's got a good body for it. Yeah, and he... Uh, that, sounds, that sounds weird. Yeah. But, like, especially, like, it's weird seeing him in this movie because he's built... Really? Because it's a military movie. Like, he's... he's the Marine, essentially. Like, he's first responder. He's not supposed to be a first responder, but they're acting like first responders. Like, they, because they, their upper ups tell them, like, you can't go in there. You're not first responders, and blah, blah, blah. And they said, screw it, we're going. Like, there's people that need our help. We're going. And they go. And, like, he looks so intense. There's a scene where he's, like, I don't know if he's crying, but he's, like, sitting down and just, like, I want to get back to my family. Like, that kind of moment. And it's just, like, oh, God, Pam. <laughs> his kids. I uh, I've, oh. uh, as soon as we're done recording this, that's what I'm gonna be fucking doing is watching that trailer. Oh, we'll watch it. I'll show it to you. It's um, fantastic. I've seen it like three times, like twice in theaters, once at home. Um, <sighs> there's another movie coming out with Julia Roberts. Um, I don't know. It's it, it, I hate her. <laughs> um, okay, a lot. Uh, but it's got her, and I get I cannot remember the other two actors that are in it. Basically, what it is, her daughter, she's like a, a police officer or detective or something to, uh, to that effect. Oh, and um, I can't remember the other guy's name in it. God. Okay. But uh, anyways. I know what you're talking her, about. Her daughter gets murdered, uh, and the guy gets away with it, and then she's going out for, like, street justice. It, so it's going to be, it's kind of, it'll be kind of like Death Wish, I guess, but. Um, yeah. But with Julia Roberts' terrible fucking acting, <laughs> but she looked good in that trailer. She did. She looks to be all right, and she's she's not a terrible actress. I just hate everything she fucking does. Um, I'm trying to remember who else is in that. I can't remember. And yes, that does include uh, Hook. I hate her and Hook. I don't mind Hook so much. I, but I love Hook. I don't like her and Hook. Yeah, well, she's well, she's not that great, and honestly, I didn't really care for it. I love that movie. Um, I want to say it's Idris Elba, but I don't think it's him. No, he's not in that movie. Yeah. But Idris Elba is in a lot of movies coming out this year. That dude is... Which is good. I'm excited for that. It's He's on his way to Bond. Yeah, it'd be amazing. I heard... Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Spectre. It's... It's a Bond movie. Sorry. Like, uh, Joe's Joe's going to do a review on it. Is he? He is. He's got, a, he's got some stuff to say. Not all great, but... My problem with it is, and his problem is too, is if it was just advertised as a new Bond movie, it was fine. It was good. Right. The problem is, is they advertised it like it was going to be a fantastic, brand new, like we're going to introduce all this stuff and it's going to be a new, like, era of Bond. Because they're bringing Spectre back. That's going to be this huge thing. And then it was kind of just like, meh. Same never really took Honestly, the script, it's, it's a Bond movie. So I'm not expecting the script to be amazing. But the script was kind of shit. I see. I never really took it as like they're introducing like a big thing, a new new era for it. I didn't really take that. I thought the the uh, uh, new era, quote unquote, would have been um, at the end of Skyfall. Yeah. Whenever uh, Rafe finds takes over for M as M. Yeah. 
Uh, I thought that was kind of like Which, the introduction he's to... He's good in the movie. I love him in the Spectre. He's good in anything he does. Uh, but he... But I never took it as that, really. But I've heard that it is very much a classic Bond movie. That it's very... There's moments in it where it's like kind of cheesy. Uh, that is the dialogue not... is not great. Well, my problem with the dialogue is that they have these moments where they kind of look like they're going to talk about something or introduce something and like there's a scene and it's not going to ruin anything but they, they're in a, they're in the spot and he finds a tape and I can't remember whose name is on it but it's like an interrogation tape and it says the person's name and we know the person it's like oh that might answer some questions and the person he's with is like what's that and he's like oh nothing and tosses it aside like you're not going to talk about that that's upsetting like yeah there's a lot of moments like that and like the, did, uh... the love interest does not feel real either because because they don't have any dialogue together. Like, not a lot. How did uh, Christoph Waltz do? That's my other problem with the movie. Oh, God, no. He is great. Okay, good. He is fantastic as the villain. However, oh. he is only in it for like 25 minutes. What? Maybe half an hour. And he doesn't... He doesn't really do anything amazing as is a villain. He like, is he the old villain, though? Is he the the old, I can't remember Blonsky, Blofeld, Blofeld? Uh, is he who he is? Is that who he is? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. I assume there's everybody. More to it. Everybody assumed. Yeah. There's there's a little more to it though. What is more to it though? I don't want to tell you. Tell me. I All don't right. care. There's a little bit of spoilers here. I mean, it's not. I guess it's really not that big. If you don't want to hear any Spectre spoilers, cut out for the next minute ish. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is Bond's brother. Not blood. Uh, when Blofeld's dad killed his parents, I guess. I don't know exactly how his parents died, but when he found him, he took Bond in. And the whole reason that Christoph Waltz's character is doing this to Bond is because because his father kind of acted like he loved like he liked loved Bond more than him. So when they're on a, a hiking trip out in the mountains, he kills his father because his father because he think he's jealous of his relation his father's relationship with his brother. So he kills his dad and acts and he dies himself. Like he kills his father and pretends like he dies. Yeah. That- so it's pretty shitty. It's terrible. Yeah. Did and they do something very similar to that in Austin Powers Goldmember? Probably, yeah. Which I'm sure so, was in itself uh, and, a spoof of Bond. Yeah, and like I think Joe's going to talk about this too, but there's a scene after like he goes, like Bond kind of turns himself in, essentially. Not really. He like, goes to see him, to confront him from face-to-face, and Christoph Waltz has him attached to this machine, and he's going to like torture him. Very old school Bond. Yeah, which is fine. But, like, he's putting needles in his head, like, drilling needles into his head to, like, make things. Like, he's like, with this one, uh, he won't remember. Like, talking with the girl, like, he won't remember who you are. And then he does it, and he remembers who she is. So I don't know if he just missed the mark or not. But, like, does it, like, two times in while you're watching the scene. And he's getting ready to do it again to kill him, the last one. And then he bonds out of it, how, how they do. So it's like... Very old school Bond style, but it's just like you just kill him. 
Like, I always said that about any Bond movie. But, like, that was just, like... That's really upsetting. Yeah. And he, like I said, he was only in it for maybe... I'll give it maybe 40 minutes. I was really looking forward to him being in it. And when he's in it, I mean, he's great. But that's like, what I'm saying. The dialogue over... isn't fantastic, but like the beginning stuff with the first time you meet him in there is good. And the first time when he comes in to talk to, when he talks to Bond after he like turns himself in, like he comes to visit, like the, like confront him. It's great. Like the, this dialogue that he has is fantastic, but the character just wasn't there. Like, he's good in it. It's just... So it's, this is an early version of uh, of the character, though? Like... I I hope. Because, um, obviously, the character's been in it before. Yeah. And the timeline... And I'll, I'll spoil it for you, essentially. Like, he, he's not dead. Right. Um, do they do, like, a Bond ending? Like, the end? Question mark? No, I don't really like the ending. What happens? Um, Spoiler. the spoiler is going on forever. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> um, more than a minute, guys. It's sorry. more than a minute. Um, so this very rushed relationship with Leia Sado, uh-huh. uh, because she hates him, she hates him, she hates him. Uh, she him. They fight Batista together, and, and then they fuck, and then all of a sudden, I love you. They say it. She says it to him, like I love you. Okay, and then. Like, I know you're not this person. Like, you, you're, you're, you can be better. She's like a therapist. It's like, you can be better than that or whatever. And then at the end, they're talking and they're going to save whatever. And, uh, <clears throat> she leaves. She's like, I, I, you know, I see who you really are. You can't change. I'm going to go. Like, this won't work. And she leaves. And then she gets captured. Leaving, do. leaving that hostage situation where he's got to go save her and there's no escape. Uh, they kind of cool. They they do a really cool thing at, at the old MI building mm-hmm. where like there's the little wall they have with all the names of people that had died. James Bond was written on it, and the building's condemned. It's going to be blown, uh, destroyed in the movie. They're like it's going to be demolished soon. So, but his name was written on that board and like pen, like or marker, and then it has arrows and he's following and he gets to a room. Where he sees Christoph Waltz, which blew up in the building when they did that one scene. Um, you know, he's back. He's got the the scar like Blofeld has, and he says, you know, like you've got like three minutes to find her, and you can either escape now and save yourself, or you can find try and find her. And so that's Mazda's like, fucking him out. Yeah, no, he he gets her. Fine. And then at the end, like he goes after him because he's in a helicopter waiting for the bomb, the building to blow up. And he chases them down, knocks the helicopter down, doing some stuff. And then um, Christoph Waltz is hurt, his legs broken, and he's crawling, trying to get away, which isn't going to work. And Bond walks up to him, points the gun at his head, and then Leia Sado's there, and like, like you like the whole you can be better thing. Like you don't have to kill people all the time. And instead of just killing him, he just takes the the bullets out, takes the the one out of the the, the, mag, the, the magazine chamber. out and the one out of the chamber out, and he's like, "I'm out of bullets," and then walks off to her. That's it. Yeah, but there's no like mysterious. He might be dead. He might not be dead. Thing. It's like no. He's he's in, he's in prison. He's just they they imprisoned him. That's stupid. Yeah. And uh, I don't remember if he was in Skyfall or not, but the guy that plays uh, Moriarty, 
in Sherlock. No, he was. I don't believe he was. He's in this movie. Is he? And he's pretty good. I like him. And he's in it. He's a good actor. But he, it's just, it's, he a, good, was, it's a good performance, but it's just not anything crazy. He, um, first of all, I am not, I'm not as well versed in James Bond as, uh, I would hope to be. Um, <clears throat> but I'm not wrong. They never made that mention of those two being brothers or anything like that previously, right? Nothing there was no, nothing. Uh, as far as I know, he was just the leader of this organization that Bond was trying to bring down. Right. Because I remember good. watching, like, Goldmember, Austin Powers' Goldmember, which is obviously a, just a huge you know, spoof, pretty much, off of any spy movie, but particularly James Bond. Um, and they have a bit whenever uh, Dr. Evil, which is the Blofeld character as No, it's... Yeah, it's him. Um, they, <laughs> and they reveal that they're actually brothers. Yeah. In the movie. And I remember laughing because I thought it was funny because it was like, this is what it would be like if James Bond went really, really fucking extreme. Yeah. And this is because it felt like it would have been a James Bond moment reveal. Yeah. And maybe they did, honestly. I don't remember. I, as I say, I don't remember uh, seeing that before or hearing about it before. If you, if you know, leave us a comment. No, yeah, please leave us a comment. Let us know. Uh, I can look it up. But, but uh, I don't know. Fuck it. But yeah, if, if you guys know, let us know. But, but as um, far as I know, they'd never said anything like that. But it could be. But, uh, but Or maybe maybe in the original, they did the same thing where like his parents were dead. Maybe Blofeld's dad killed his parents. Maybe. And took in the child and raised them. But they never talked about their relationship. But as far as I can remember any Bond movie, they don't really do a whole lot of but, focus on his backstory. Well, the whole idea was he was an orphan. Because the, in the original, like, as far as I know, like the character James Bond, they, they the, the 00 program brings in orphans and. at a young age and trains them to be 00 agents. They get rid of, like, kind of like get rid of some emotion. Like, you just need to be hard on them and make them 00 agents. You know, they give him a license Make to him. kill. And I like that they talk about that, too, in this. Like, you know, you give a person a license to kill. It's also a license not to kill. And he says that. Ray, Ray Fine says that line. And I love that line because he's talking about the idea. Because they're talking about this new program they're going to put in. It's going to be, like, computerized. He's like, you know, a computer can't look at a person. Skynet? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Like, per- like, a robot can't look at a person and, and decide, I'm not going to kill this person if you tell it to. If you tell it, like, this is a target, kill it. It will kill it. But, like, with Bond, like, if a person goes in and sees someone and thinks, it's like, knows, okay, there, there's something going on that I can't figure out right now. But you're holding something back. You're doing this for something else. They can take him in and figure it out. Exactly. But robots can't do that. Nope. And I like how they talk about that. It's kind of a neat program. Now, there is a joke, I will tell you, that happens, and it is fantastic. I laughed so fucking hard. So this happens in the movie. So if you don't want to hear about it, don't listen. It's something dumb, though. So they're... He's he's up late, like doing watch for her, and they're trying to figure out. They go to this place because there's supposed to be something there, mm-hmm. and he's up late, and he's watching, and he's just kind of falling asleep in the chair, and he wakes up, and there's a mouse rat on the ground, and it's like crawling in front of him, and he's sitting in the chair, and he just he takes his gun out and cocks it, aims it at the rat. Who sent you? <laughs> Like, I was, like, legitimately going, they fucking did it. It's fucking amazing. It's like, who do you work for? I was like, oh, my God. This is great. It's the best thing. Like, to me, that is the best thing in the movie. Oh, my God. That it's is, like, it sounds like it's worth it just to see that. That is the best thing in the movie for me. Um, Batista was a letdown. Not uh, his fault. That's not, a bummer. Not his fault. Uh, yeah. I he was fine. Imagine. I don't imagine so. He's he's not he's not a great, uh, you, you know what? No, he's actually a pretty good actor. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I I was sad because he has no lines. Well, yeah. I take that part. 
Take that back. He has one line. What is it? Uh, right before he quote unquote dies, um, he says, shit. That's it. <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. But it's just, there's I, a lot um, of corny lines. Like, like he gets a watch that's like a bomb, essentially, and he's got it behind his wrist when he's on the machine, and he knocks, he gives it loose, takes it off, and hands it to the girl. Like, he's like, there, she she comes up there and kisses him, and he takes, like, take the watch or whatever, or whatever. He says something clever, and she takes it. And he pushes the button to start the, the bomb. And he, he says something to her. He's like, oh, how time flies. And then she throws it at him. And I was like, Jesus Christ. That is, uh, <laughs> that's oh, cringe-inducing. Yeah, but it's, it's, I don't know. Oh, another thing that made me mad. Uh, it's kind of spoilers. Not really. They advertised the car for this movie. Mm. They brought it out. They're like, this is the car in the Bond film. And it's amazing. And it's a beautiful car. It's not his car. <laughs> his is it it's 009's car he is technically being grounded not allowed to go do anything because he's doing a lot of stuff that he's not supposed to be um, and he essentially uh, goes down to Q and Q's doing this thing for him that he has to do given to him by M and the other people and he shows him the car and talks about it it's like, well, it's not yours. 009's taking it. And then leaves. Well, he comes back later, and the car's gone. And 007 took it. It's like, it's not even his fucking car. And then he hits a button on it, and it comes up saying, playing 009's playlist. I was like, really? <laughs> like, Jesus. Jesus Christ. This movie does that. It doesn't sound very good. It, um, honestly, like... It, it was already going to be hard to live up to Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah, and still, honestly, I like Casino Royale better. I know Joe does too. I, I was gonna say I, I really love Casino Royale, and Don't Worry, Skyfall was fucking great. It was great, but Casino Royale was like, you know what? That movie was so good. Uh, it was like a resurgence of the character. Yeah. Uh, after we were kind of had a letdown with the world is not enough. Yeah. Um, with Pierce Brosnan, which uh, Pierce Brosnan will always have a place in my heart. Uh, he was really the first Bond that I watched in sure. Goldeneye. But man, fucking uh, Casino Royale really, really brought it. Like, yeah, it showed what the character can be. Yeah, um, it's so and, much fun. It was such a good. Movie. And I'll even I, I will say, the Spectre, the intro um, scene hmm? is fantastic. Really? Yeah, uh, they do a long one shot, which is great. I always love one shots. Anyway, yeah, so it's, it's, really cool. it's very cool. There's not a lot of dialogue, but there's a lot of people, so it's kind of intricate, but. I mean, also the location is it's a parade, and uh, it's the Day of the Dead in Mexico. Oh, interesting! And it's a really cool, like parade scene, and it ends up in a helicopter fight. So I'll tell you, yeah, it's pretty epic. I uh, it's such a good scene. Like it's the whole intro is fantastic, and then goes to crap. I um, I was just recently watching um, uh, online uh, um. They do. I watched uh, Honest Trailers, mm-hmm. uh, which if you haven't seen that, the fuck you've not been on the internet. <laughs> get off the get uh, out of the rock you're living. Uh, it's from uh, Screen Junkies. Uh, they do a thing called Honest Trailers. They just basically mock movies. Yeah. Uh, last one I just watched that they did was uh, Terminator Genesis. Oh lord! And they make fun of first of the title, first the title of it. Uh, whenever they're like going through and they introduce it, and it's like Terminator Genesis. 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 Uh, do they mean Genesis? Gen- 
<laughs> and then they re- go back and respell. Oh, that's better. And then they go through and they said, uh, "Oh no!" At the beginning, this this trailer is rated S for spoilers. Unlike the other, like the movie itself, where the trailer spoiled the only cool fucking part in the movie. Yeah, so um, I heard honestly, if they wouldn't have ruined that in the trailer, the movie would have been fine. But it's the thing, like they go through and they rip into it and they talk about like you know they spent more time trying to uh, uh, justify. Arnold Schwarzenegger sagging skin more than they did the actual story. And at the end of it, they call it, uh, oh, I thought this was hilarious, they called it uh, Terminator Jenna Shit. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, like, it's just like a sophomore joke, but I could not stop. I was laughing that's so fun. hard yeah, at that. Yeah, that's fun. Um, that's kind of a, I'll do a little plug for them, uh, like they need it. Yeah. Uh, from us. Uh, that's one of my favorite channels on YouTube, though, is... Uh, plug us. <laughs> plug us, guys. Yeah, no. Um, but uh, Screen Junkies, I think they're really cool. Uh, oh, yeah. And also, I, I love, love, love CinemaSins. Oh, yeah. They're both uh, really cool. Um, uh the guy that runs that, Jeremy, he wrote a book called The Ables uh, about handicapped superheroes. It's a little more intricate than that, but it's really cool. Uh, really cool read. Uh, but definitely, uh, CinemaSins and uh, Screen Junkies are, like, my two fucking favorite yeah. things on the internet. Did, doesn't CinemaSins do the... Uh... The, the action thing where they see how many times they actually Oh, die. yeah. They haven't done that in a long time. I, have, I wish they'd do more because Die Hard was awesome. They did Die Hard and they did all the Die Hard movies. And did they? they? Uh, yeah. I thought it was just the first one. They know. They did the first okay. one and then they did the other sequels. And then they did Home Alone 1 and 2 together. Yes, they did. And then awesome. they did um, Ghostbusters. Oh, wow. I didn't see that. Uh, no, wait, no. No, they did What's the Damage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, for Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah, Simpsons is really clever and... Uh, it's such a simple concept, uh, particularly the uh, everything wrong with videos. Yeah, um, it's such a simple concept, but like, it's so they go through them so quick. They do. And it's, it's really so funny fun. stuff, and, and it's stuff you don't think about. You're like, well, no, that makes sense. And there's stuff like, and people are they're nitpicking, but they always go through the thing. We are nitpicking. That's oh, yeah. the point of this. Yeah. And it's, they're really good. St- you know, as far as movie reviewers go, there's not really a whole lot of originality anymore on there and uh, you'll see that whenever I start releasing my uh, videos Uh, it's not very original (laughs) but um, uh, you know like you look at Nostalgic he's not doing anything new there are certain things well his new stuff the skits they're doing yeah new skits he's doing are very new are very original for him they're very cool Uh, very cool very well done Uh, but like the actual reviews of the movie I mean they've been done it's not like it's been done before but it's just how you do it in the movie. it's how you you present it exactly and it's also how funny you are uh, and it just so happens Doug Walker is really funny Jeremy from CinemaSense is hilarious mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, the people from uh, Screen Junkies are fucking and honestly like who who does the How It Should Have Ended because those are oh, fun too that's actually what it's called it's called How It Should Have Ended is that them? okay uh, they're, they're good too yeah and their that's animations are really fun. cool oh, too yeah. and it's so much fun and they do the uh, Superhero Cafe oh yeah that's so much fun I love and it and they do oh my god it had the Superhero Cafe and it had Batman and Mario oh and then, I'm a Mario <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Mario. Oh, shit. That's awesome. Well, we're going to wrap it up now. So, until next time, I'm Jake. I'm John. What were we talking about?